welcome Yemoja Uzume, also called the Bitcoin Mermaid. How are you doing, Yemoja? I'm good, really tired from my travels, but here I am, really excited to be here and really happy. Fantastic. It's an honor to have you here. I think you're the first, and actually you're the second musician that is focusing their, their musical potential into Bitcoin. We had Anonymous who was doing metal music, and now we have you doing melodic, sort of tropical R&B, reggae vibes, which is incredible, which is which is which I, which I love. I, I love I love the style of music. So uh, yeah, great to have you here and representing the the world of musicians. Kind of, I guess. Yes, um, representing the part of musicians that care about the environment and um, want to fix this world. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. So let's get into that. Uh, so yeah, tell us a bit about yourself, about your background. I know you have a really interesting background, so I'd love to, to hear more. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> it's even interesting for me. <laughs> uh, I was born in a hippie community uh, in South Spain, La Alpujarra, Granada. Um, yeah, uh, 33 years ago when uh, things were very, very different, like... Um, well, there was not so many laws down there as in other places. So we we grew up quite wild and free and experienced this, this freedom connected to nature, like uh, running around barefoot, half naked or naked, uh, eating figs uh, out of the fig tree, fresh pomegranates, oranges, orange juice every morning in the winter. So I'm like a big orange juice fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah now i drink orange pill juice like i <laughs> that's what orange pill to you anyway <laughs> but yeah so so uh growing up like that i was very confronted about to the fact uh, that the world is like it is things are happening that aren't so beautiful and like we're destroying this paradise that we're living in um mm -hmm. so yeah utopia is a state of mind paradise on earth is a choice to make yeah and, that's really and interesting I think, I think that's that's bitcoin really it's it's uh well it's like max and stacy always say bitcoin is love peace harmony yeah it's all of those things for me at least it's it's that Right. So, so you, you grew up in a, in a, in a hippie community in Spain, you know, in, in, in symphony with, with nature in some ways. And, and then you, you know, how did you, how did you discover Bitcoin? How did that transition happen? How did you start seeing Bitcoin and Bitcoin? Some of the answers. Well, to be honest, when I heard of Bitcoin for the first time, it was, like not a surprise it was like oh finally finally it's there like it was something that i could feel coming like i always liked money but i didn't like banks and central banks like like i i didn't understand my relationship to money because on one hand i felt like you can do all these great things like you can buy the amazon and protect all the trees or like i don't know buy. And whole mountain and protect the river and the lakes and like just 
protect these things that can't defend themselves. And because we live in a world where, yeah, you buy something and then you can say, oh, it's, uh, I have this paper, it's mine, look, um, I bought it, right? So just like, okay, well, if that's how the game goes, then let's play it. Let's get a lot of money and buy everything and protect it. And But obviously I didn't understand things like inflation and I, I did understand that it was not logic that there was different types of money in every country. Like that never made sense to me. Like since I can remember, I was always like, why, why, but that's like really complicated. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> Just didn't make sense. So, mm -hmm. so when I discovered Bitcoin, it was like, this is it. This is this money without borders that I was always dreaming of uncensorable from this like evil government that obviously the hippie community totally despised and like uh, banks and like credit cards were like like no way you can't have a credit like they can track you with that you know mm -hmm. so <laughs> yeah definitely uh, yeah they were right no but so they had this whole like anti-money um attitude but always crying about being poor and not having money to like buy every day or at least a big part of these people were, were living like that and still are so so it's like um they had half of the story right but mm -hmm. the other part missing where where i think money is like if it's hard and sound money it's like such a beautiful thing to have this option to to trade with somebody that doesn't want anything you have <laughs> like he doesn't care about your tomatoes about your potatoes he doesn't care about your paintings about your music whatever he just like, like uh, okay if you give me some money okay then then you can have a few strawberries right <laughs> so like oh, awesome <laughs> i don't know yeah. I think it's really interesting because uh, I think it was Andreas Antonopoulos talks about about money as being having four properties. One is store of value, one is means of exchange, unit of accounts, and also system of control, right? And and it seems like you and, and your community understood money as system of control, um, um, but it was not and like a lot of the you know, back when I grew up and also money has this connotation that money is bad, money is evil, money corrupts. But the reality is that we've, as humans, have corrupted money, right? Um, so, so that's, so how, how has that been? How are you sort of the lone wolf of the, of the hippie community that has become a Bitcoiner or are, are people in the, Bitcoin, in, in the hippie community kind of starting to understand that? Well, I must say, I don't really have any uh, relation with these people anymore because I got to a point where, I mean, I was very, very young when I left my difficult home. And, well, I kind of always knew that I wanted to do something to make the world a better place. Like, I, I can't really do anything else as long as the world is like this like how can i just sit there and play music the whole day i mean i can if the music that i do specifically touches those subjects and i put it out there and i record it and i really work on it and i don't just sit there and play it for myself which is what most 
hippies or mm -hmm. even most musicians or people that play music do and and so i just felt like all this hypocrisy like people just talking about oh the world is so shit the world is so shit but let's just not do anything and just hide away in this little paradise that we found as long as we can still keep it because i mean civilization is like crushing onto you and now it's already at this point where it's just so overfilled there's so many people it's just like burned out and why because obviously they tell their friends they tell their friends it's a really nice place it's like subtropical south spain avocados lemons like everything you have the sierra nevada with like um alpine climate so you even have cherries and like berries and everything like in like this small region so it's filled with tourists and then you have these hippies <laughs> it's like really it's really funny and an experience to 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 have like mm -hmm. if you ever have the chance you're in that region you should definitely go and check it out it's it's pretty fun um but but yeah it's just like just nothing happens like years go by and nothing happens and then i, I just got i just couldn't take it anymore it's like i want to yeah i want to work on my stuff and i'm just gonna like go with the flow until I find something which now for the first time in my life i i actually feel like i found people that yeah that are really working on it that they're not just talking about it they're really working on it and they they they're not scared to dream big like oh we need to build a spaceship let's build a spaceship oh we need to whatever let's just do it like there is no oh but it's too expensive oh but it's <laughs> Sorry, but just do a crowdfunding. If you have a good idea, just do a crowdfunding. Like seriously, I mean, how many shit ideas went through with the crowdfunding? <laughs> like, like I, I know a dude that made debts here in Switzerland. He made like hundred fifty thousand Swiss francs debt. So like six, twenty six year old, no one. And he just did like a Facebook crowdfunding. And he did that money in like a couple of weeks. And I was like, oh. and here I am sitting for 10 years thinking, no, but I'm not good enough yet. No, but I'm not ready yet. No, I'm in over my head. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, that's a super interesting story. I love the, the you know, you found this group that are, that, that are actually trying to change the world, that are trying to, you know, make this, this you know step change and, and and improve and solve some of the problems that you that you mentioned that many people are not aware of like you said like the inflation that people are not aware of um and like the the cypherpunks say cypherpunks write code right uh they don't just uh you know theorize and write articles about they they actually do things which is awesome and, and not just do things but do code which is incredibly powerful so yeah. so yeah i mean uh, is there anything else about your is past in your history that I think is, is worth telling and that is interesting? Um, or how it transitioned into 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 Bitcoin at uh interesting to hear. Well, I guess like it was like a slow thing, um, especially in the first uh five years or so. Because I didn't really have any sources to tell me what I need to read or listen to or see. And 
I don't really well i'm i'm a pretty naive person so so i have like a really hard time uh, separating the bullshit from the truth and i kind of like it when somebody who is especially i mean bitcoin is a very uh technical thing mm -hmm. very uh mathematical thing so there's two things that i'm not very good at um at least not on that level so if somebody who is good at that stuff tells me, hey, yeah, no, you need to watch this, you need to read this, then, yeah, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time taking in some information that might not even be true or whatever. And right. so then I got to the Bitcoin standard, of course, and uh, oh, Max fantastic. report. And I was watching Max and Stacy report for like two years. That's and... incredible. How did you get to Max and Stacy? Curious to hear. Well, my um, boyfriend slash complicated slash best friend slash um, sometimes I don't know what we are. <laughs> but yeah, the love of my life, he, um, he is a, a cypherpunk <laughs> and he, he is uh, the smartest person that I have ever met. The, yeah. Um, he he is in it since i think since the beginning like he was in the first uh, mailing lists uh, i think I, i'm not pretty sure like yeah but but um something like that cool. so so he's like a big uh, max and stacy addict mm. and um, he got me into it and slowly slowly you know like in the beginning it was so hard like every episode i watched i would nearly had a headache afterwards because like 70 percent of the word combinations i didn't really understand mm. <laughs> and, and it was like working out of context and all that now i'm at like maybe 70 percent that i understand so it's like yeah and that's and incredible I, I just love them i love max and and i love stacy but i I feel especially connected to Max, I guess, because he's like pure fire and temperamental and passionate and he says things that people don't want to hear. And I guess I feel um, a little represented with that. Um, <coughs> maybe one day he'll hear this. <laughs> so, yeah, Max. <laughs> An incredible character. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Max is, you know, incredibly either love him or you hate him right you, you're yeah. in between <laughs> and at first at first myself was like wow this guy is completely nuts but when someone is nuts and he's right well he's a genius you know, to say so great respect for, for for him for sure he just says it how it is yeah yeah absolutely no negotiation just like <laughs> right yeah incredible so remember that that one uh it's all going to zero right <laughs> against bitcoin it's all going to zero <laughs> ripping up the the bills um yeah it was epic, awesome epic yeah right, so so, so you, the, you have this sorry go ahead is that the song yeah that's what you're gonna say well music i'm curious to hear your thoughts about music and you know your musical background and and what then got you to launch this project this idea this uh the orange pill jam well i mean there are so many orange pill pods orange pill apps orange pill this and that and the other end there needs to be orange pill music obviously <laughs> and it's um 
Well, well, uh, the Dollar Apocalypse is the first song that um, was finished. Not the first one I started, but the first one I finished. And it is in, inspired in Max and Stacy. Um, and all the awesome guests they had all over the years that I have met through them. Like, I don't know, Samsung Mao was as somebody who I met over them, I think. Like, I didn't know him before. I don't know, like just a couple of people. I don't even know who anymore. Um, but so, yeah, I always thought that they have these awesome conversations that are just so real and so good. And it's like, I don't know. I just wanted to thank them somehow, you know, like just express my gratitude and just do something beautiful in their name and for them. I don't know, for everybody on their show, for every Bitcoiner, everybody who loves Bitcoin in the end, like we're all together, right? Mm -hmm. um, we're all Satoshi, even Max and Stacy, <laughs> especially Max and Stacy. Um, but yeah, so, so I finished the Dollar Apocalypse and i was practicing it like crazy thinking who knows maybe one day i meet them and i have to be ready you know and then uh, on twitter i found the orange pill app and i downloaded the beta version and got talking to some of the first members that told me oh yeah lugano plan b and i was like well, what is that it was like a week after I heard about it and and I didn't even know it was happening. I didn't know Max and States are going to be there. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll pack the guitar I take this. All right, let's book the ticket. And I just, I just did it. And I was like, who knows, you know, maybe I get the chance to play this for them. Um, because they, they really, the last couple of years have been like, my greatest source of hope like hearing the things they say and this like um how you say like sureness uh certainty certainty that that it is like this like bitcoin is gonna win <laughs> like um and on a bitcoin standard things like war will not exist anymore and it's just like yeah, they explain it in a way that you understand, or at least I understood it. And it gave me so much hope. And then when El Salvador accepted Bitcoin as a legal tender, it was like, okay, this is it. This is like, hope is like yesterday. Now it's just, now it's just it. Now there's nothing to hope for. Now it's the reality. It's... Yes. And that was the start, like the, the positive reaction that I got from everybody. It's like I didn't get so much positive feedback in the last 10 years that I do music. Like I got more positive feedback in the last five months after Lugano Plan B. And already there, it was just so amazing. So many people just loved it. And some of the organizers like let me and four of my friends into the private party in the end uh, last night because he saw me performing and he was like, yeah, of course she can come in. She's she performed and like, I was like, but I have four friends. He's like, yeah, they can come in as well. And it was like, ah. so it was really nice. And, and it just felt like I want to do something for Bitcoin. This is something 
not many people are doing so I was actually thinking to maybe start painting again, but there's a lot of people painting for Bitcoin. So maybe I thought maybe I, I have to do music. I mean, I've got a lot of instruments, so I might as well use them. Yeah, and you're an artist in every sense. You're a multi, multi-talented artist in music art, um, which, yeah, that, that looks beautiful as well. Is that is that textile that you have in the background or, or is that paper? Uh, yeah. The, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really cheap paper that has a lot of acrylic paint on it. So it's <laughs> oh, it's wavy. It looks like textile from here. And yeah. then there's a, a glass over it. So oh, nice. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. But yeah, so 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 that was awesome. And I think maybe we should. I I just clicked it here. The dollar apocalypse. Maybe I'll give people uh, a small taste of of what we're talking about here. But should uh, I do it because I've got the newest version? Right? Uh, sure, let's do that. Um, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. So you ready? Go for it. the bad i think the the good vibes are so uh they're so they really come across and uh and it's kind of what you were saying before the the the, the, the good vibes are, are part of it the music right but also the lyrics are so in tune with all the whole ethos you know open source unconfiscatability and all these different things so yeah there is one thing i i have to say about the song that i still didn't mention i think it's pretty important I think if you listen to it a couple of times, you come to that conclusion, but uh, it's saying from the perspective of Bitcoin, like if Bitcoin would have a voice, mm. like this is 
like I was trying to imagine what would it say about itself? Because there's all these people saying, oh, Bitcoin is evil, Bitcoin will consume the energy, Bitcoin does this, Bitcoin does that, it pays for drugs, whatever. They just come up with whatever, no? And it's like, for me, it's this beautiful, super kind thing that it's like, like Lina Saige's little Bitcoin. You have it? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit of a Lina Saige fanatic, so I got that. Oh, wow. You get all those. Oh, the, I need to have that, that, that Bitcoin one. That's so cute. He's so sweet. Look, he's so happy because he's, so he's happy. not on exchange. That's why he's so happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when he's on exchange, he's always really sad. And look, this oh. is a mermaid one. No way. And here is the master. No way. The shadow <laughs> odor. That's so cute. Yeah, and I and I got this is actually this is my this is what I'm the happiest about really oh, and it smells like a school book this is the best oh, part yeah, about it yeah it's like you're learning mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah so yeah, so it's so as, if, as, as if bitcoin was speaking and, and singing um yeah yeah absolutely i guess i so, could be the, the video clip dollar apocalypse around <laughs> yeah or should the partnership but yes i think so much to be said but to me to me what really stands out is that you know the you know r b the kind of the reggae good vibes that have not really been coupled and i've said this all along that if if uh, bob marley was around here he'd probably be a bitcoiner right definitely yes definitely <laughs> yeah i mean so much of you know the rat race that he speaks about um so i think you're doing a, a wonderful service to satoshi and to bob marley at the same time no, oh, that is so. I, I mean, I grew up listening to Bob Marley, my parents at first, and then me when I was like, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, like 11, 13 with my friends, we listened to Bob Marley because that's what our parents listened to. So beautiful. And it's the same thing of Raggy speaking about very sad things, but in a happy tune. I mean, you're talking about the dollar apocalypse, it's just the end of the era of, of the dollar. And yet it comes with a with a sort of hopeful feel that you couldn't otherwise get. Yeah, because uh, the white swan is rising. It's not a negative thing. The dollar apocalypse is like the greatest thing ever. It's the chance right. to finally rise above. That's the... true. That's that's true. So one question about that. Why, why did you call it a white swan instead of a black swan? A black swan would have been pretty cool too. Yeah, that's what um the my boyfriend also said, because he said uh, it makes more sense. But I said but I'm trying to honor all the great people in Bitcoin and the white dove is a symbol of peace. Mm. So if the white dove is a symbol of peace and, this, and the swan is kind of like a really big fat white dove mm. and swan is like one of the first companies that are doing Bitcoin only and and I really like Corey Clipson. He's so cool. He's, he's anti-fiat king. He's such. Yeah. That's awesome. So you 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 were inspired by by Swan by Swan Swan uh, Swan Company to yeah, yeah. Do that. That's awesome. Totally. Hmm. Um, and the end of that one says solar punk mining. I love that. Yeah, I love that quote there. Uh, yeah, solar punk is like a new thing, ten years old, which. Um, 
yeah, it's really cool. It's like a combination of cypherpunks and hippies, I guess. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. As green smart future. Green smart future, but still uh, punk and like encrypt encrypted and freedom oriented, right? So it's a freedom oriented world where we live in harmony with nature. So a decentralized green smart future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, open That's source, of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I think that's more, I mean, that's the hope that we're trying to, because like, uh, uh, you know, one of those, some of these, uh, um, you know, like, uh, how do they call it? Um, you know, like uh, the future is often dystopic, but solar punk future is not dystopic, right? It's it's actually optimistic about the future. So, yes. yeah, um, that's awesome. So that was fantastic. I loved it so much. Uh, what 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 else is next then for you? Like, have you made other songs? Have you made other? Yeah, I mean, they're cooking up already. They are um, being um, produced right now uh, as we speak, I guess, <laughs> in a way. Um, so there is like nine that are finished and, um, and another couple that are like ideas um, and 13 in total that would be ideal to have. And I don't think it's gonna be hard because I have a lot of ideas. Um, yes, so right now the next one is actually another song that I did for Max on his birthday. <laughs> like last minute, I, I thought, okay, I have to do the song. And I kind of did it, it was kind of okay, but not what I wanted it to be. So now we're redoing it with with uh, who I'm working uh, with in the studio. He's like a experienced producer, like dub, reggae, Latin. He does he he does everything. He's wow. he's amazing. Yeah, wow. incredible. And he plays the drums, and it's it's amazing to to work with somebody who does producing, but not only on the computer. Like he can also work like analog live, right? Or he can do DJ, or he can do the mastering. He can he can do everything. He, it's just incredible. Uh, his his brain, like how he makes music, like he makes types of music that I usually hate, and when he makes it, it's like wow, this is like so cool, like techno or something like that. Oh. When he makes techno, it's like it's beautiful. It's it's it moves you. You want to dance. It's not like this is boring, repetitive stuff. No, no, it's like it's different. I don't know how his. It's incredible. I'm not that good with uh, the whole music theory, playing uh, instruments and all that, because I just spend my time writing. <laughs> I love writing. And look, you do, you do a great job because, uh, yeah, that, those, that's the key. That's the key bit. That's a hard bit, right? Uh, that's, I mean, all of it is hard, of course, but, but that, that's key because that transmits, transmits the, the information, right? Transmit the, the meaning and the, yeah. So, right. So, so you have done this project. Let's talk about your project. I'm, I'm actually, do you want to screen share it and, and, and show, yes. it, show it to Let's us? Let's do that. Um, this is uh, present settings. Uh, I think it's right. Yeah. Pre present. Yeah. Oh, present. I also read it as present. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the Spanish in me that just doesn't uh, happen. No. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. I think I've got it. Fantastic. So let's add it up. Oh. 
So here we are. Oh no, here we are. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. If some uh, graphic designers want to hop on board, they're very welcome. Sure, we can find some sets for them too if they um, <laughs> want to do some cover work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So what? What? Uh, what do you want to know? Right. So tell us a bit about your, you know, what's the aim of, of the project? You know, you know, you're, you're obviously an artist making incredible music. Um, so what, what, what has made you sort of uh, launch a project on Geyser? And what are you looking for help? Uh, what are you looking for help? Why are you looking for help from the community, I guess? Well, um, I've been making music since like 16 years and I've done a lot of uh, street music, busking, uh, little concerts, like in bars and stuff. Um, but it's always really like been really hard for me to, to put a price on it. Um, cause it always felt like something that should be free and not in the sense like it should be for free, but it should be free. Yeah like it should be able to move freely uh -huh. without constrictions of oh if you don't pay you can't hear it um we all have different um situations in our lives so not everybody can afford something and it's okay especially if there's other people that put in more than they have to and and I just think music, I mean, I guess other things as well, but especially music should be something that only exists if uh, people really love it freely. So if they don't have to pay for it, but they do it anyway because they want to keep it alive. It's like uh, watering a plant. You don't have to water it. You can just let it die in the corner. But you do it because you want to keep it alive. So, so it would be nice. Like, I mean, I love making music. I would like to nearly only do that in my life. And, and if people like what I'm doing and they want to keep on hearing it. Um... Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, the, the point also is, is, um, when it comes to the, 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 the mission, right. Which is going back to Lugano plan B and sing with that whole discography the whole 13 yes songs. i mean uh, like uh, more concretely talking yes these 13 songs recording them paying the people that are involved and will be involved um and then um let's see if we need more money for going to lugano plan b and and all that will be more more in the future but um but yeah, so for now, this is like the, the idea is to record this album, to have it ready as soon as possible, June, July, something like that. And then uh, like have an album launch party at Lugana and then f see from there where it goes, like uh, see the reaction from the people. Um, but hopefully, ideally, uh, I mean, I wish that the people like what we do and and uh, want to hear it and want to dance to it and and so that we can go uh, to other conferences to do the same thing. 
but it's just that uh, my friend, he, like the one who I'm making music with, for example, he, um, well, he does, uh, he gets paid doing music for films and he gets paid quite well and he has a child and stuff. So we only working whenever he has a bit of free time and it's, it's a slow process and we're not really getting like very far, but we both love what we're doing. So we're going to do it anyway. If people contribute or not, we're going to try to do whatever we can. Obviously, if uh, like we do get contributions, we could invest more time. We could get other people as well that, I don't know, maybe do music as well or other things like graphics or um, the lights at a party, at the party in the conference. It would be great to have somebody who does lights that go according to the music and with the music. I mean, I would love that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, you're starting with a really solid uh, MVP with this, you know, the great music, great lyrics, and you have the potential to scale a lot more. You just need, um, I think, as a new project, I think as soon as people discover you, people are gonna are gonna start flocking and, and supporting you because it really is top quality stuff. So, yeah. So if you guys definitely go check out uh, the Bitcoin Mermaid, uh, go to her project on Geyser, check out. I think are there other places where they can find and, and look find your music? I think so, so far it's mainly YouTube, right? Yes, mainly YouTube. I mean, SoundCloud is being set up, so soon it will be. And I, and I don't know. I might have to look into if there is many options. I think. Right. Um, but some yes. other Noster clients coming out that are just for publishing music, which should be really really interesting for you. I think. Uh, exactly. Really curious to see what happens there, but imagine being able to post your first song on Noster and then that's sort of that 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 item is connected to your private key so you probably yeah. can say that you you were the first one to publish it which which is go, goes with what we were talking about last time the copy left licensing yeah. open right. sourcing and yeah that would be really really cool definitely looking forward to do something like that and i guess just to summarize like what the orange pill jam project uh is or what i would like it to be is a musician collective uh artists collective like i say graphics lights whatever decoration uh maybe even dancers you know performers like a theater or whatever um but yeah so just a collective of i guess showmen you could put it that way just to, to put something on a stage with music and and so anybody I mean, I would love to collaborate with with more people and anybody who wants to wants to participate or anybody who wants to use any of the materials since everything is open source is very welcome to to do that. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing is that I think there is a lot of Bitcoiners out there that that want to contribute, that want to be a part of these of these um, of these initiatives and, and support whatever way they can, not just through SATs, but through, through, through labor and, and help. Um, so actually I just purchased one of your rewards cause I think it's awesome. Um, I purchased the, the orange blossom bliss. Um, so can you want to tell us a little bit about the Noster badges and, and how they work? Um, uh, yeah, well, they were like, uh, improvised something that I came up with all these open source, uh, Photoshop illustrator things. <laughs> 
And um, well, the logo, I was quite uh, playing around with the logo for some time and I wanted to, yeah, to make something orange pill related, but different. And it had to include the music, something. And so then when I thought of the Noster badges, I thought, well, orange leaves and flowers and oranges around the logo would just look awesome. And while I was doing it, I realized, okay, there's these like three main colors, like the yellow, white from the flowers, the orange and the green. And um, well, orange is obviously the color, right? So it's the most expensive out of the three uh, Bitcoin only um, badges. And then we have this fourth one, which is out of this color scheme. This is like uh, honoring Noster uh, Bitcoin values outside of Bitcoin in messaging and whatever else will come along with time and and i don't know i guess the 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 names and the descriptions i just went with the flow i don't know what i was doing i love it, <laughs> I love it. that's amazing so actually can you try refreshing and you'll see that i've purchased it um should be able to see that so yeah uh, guys these are pretty awesome nostril badges as a way to support uh creators um so you can earn a badge uh, and at the same time support musicians and you know people like uh, mermaid doing great work uh, and i think you're gonna basically send that uh, badge over to my nostril profile basically so i have to send it yeah so basically we can I can show that uh, later, but uh, you'll be able to essentially go to uh, see see my um, ask for my NPUB and and then send it over. Yeah, let's do that later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But but yeah, that's uh, so that's that's about that. Um, so we haven't talked at all about like the world of Bitcoin and music and how they relate. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, uh, should we go out of the? Um screen share models yeah yeah i just i just removed it ah great um well i think i think bitcoin is a state of mind it's it's uh values it's ideals i don't know moral it's um something that you can have everywhere so and you we need to have it everywhere like this for for, for me bitcoin is like in a, in a more technical term is decentralization, open source and unconfiscatable. Like those three things make for me this holy trinity of Bitcoin, which I think should be everything in a way. I, I mean, I'm maybe not everything. I don't know, but yeah, I do like, um, those values right and why is why is music needed do you think in terms of the, the, the world of bitcoin what do you think bitcoin does bitcoin need music no bitcoin doesn't doesn't i guess need bitcoin doesn't need anything right <laughs> or in a way it does it needs everything because if nobody would like care for it it would just disappear i guess um but um 
does. Yeah, that's that's true. But yeah, I, I, if, if if humans don't don't appreciate or understand what Bitcoin is, right, then it will be the idea of Bitcoin will self perish, and so music helps to propagate that message um, far and wide. Just think about Bob Marley. How many people listened to to his music, right? How many people learned about the power of of, of love or the power of these different, you know, um, these principles? Uh, of, of self sovereignty, I think that Bob Marley even talks about um, through through reggae, right? Um, so the same thing with, with with this type of music can actually instill the principles of Bitcoin without even talking about Bitcoin. So because if, if I'm right, in the music you didn't even mention Bitcoin. Yes, actually, in this song I didn't. Uh, I really wanted to to make it so obvious, but. Like, if you don't know about it, you still don't hear it. You still don't mm. see it. You know? Like, only if you're already in it, you know what it's about. I liked that idea. But um, after Plan B, uh, my relationship to Bitcoin changed in the sense of, I think I became more, like, childish with it. Like, like child friend. I don't know. Like, how can I say it? Like, before it was more like serious, you know, like an adult, like Bitcoin is a serious thing. But after Plan B, it was like, no, it's actually this really cool thing that you can just like cuddle and be like, you know, that's like, that's what it is. Uh, so, so now I, I do mention it a lot in my songs. That's so cool. Um, sometimes on purpose, even more, but, but not always. Like I still do things where I don't mention it, but it's, it's about that it's always since plan b i just decided this is it i'm only gonna do bitcoin music bitcoin only i'm only gonna do bitcoin only music for bitcoin only people bitcoin music for bitcoiners like from bitcoiners for bitcoiners and it's like um it's so some sometimes i guess my lyrics are like like the, the song that I wrote for Max's birthday, like we are toxic maximalists. We stack stats and we don't give a shit. We are toxic maximalists. We mine blocks and we will flip your bits. You know the you know the bit flips that can happen with the solar flares? Uh the bit flips, no. Uh I like planes, planes can drop out of the sky or like I don't know, some computer that does really important something like is that called a bit flip? I don't know. Yeah, it's like when one of these uh, um, particles uh -huh. from this uh, solar the flare. Like the photons or something. I think it's like a radioactive particle. Okay. So it's like what those ones that go through everything. Like, I'm not I'm not a good in physics, <laughs> but anyway. So these particles, they're so small, and they. They are like other particles that don't affect their surrounding. They actually like make a hole into things. Wow. So if they go into a computer and they go right through that one place where there's this little microscopic little bit that is like yeah. a zero to yeah. one. And so they, they just change this from a zero to a one and then the, the plane just thinks that it's going up and it's actually going down or things like that. And you just like <laughs> from one second to the and And the... Yeah, that's kind of like toxic maximalists, you know, they just like go like, 
yeah, but, uh, and people just go like, oh, what the fuck? You're right. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the truth. <laughs> that's so cool. I didn't know that concept. That's, that's uh, from the song. That's very, very clever. Like it. Yeah, well, I just like my mind, like nobody will understand that, I think, apart from me. <laughs> but, but yeah, so like the toxic maximalist, you know, like it's like this happy, like we are toxic maximalists. That's I'm, another. Uh, oh good. Um, so good. Yeah, so, so uh, many people maybe hear these songs and they would be like, this is crazy, like whatever, you know. But I hope Bitcoiners can uh, enjoy the irony. <laughs> We need to get you to go to every single Bitcoin conference and start playing Bitcoin music because it's it's uh, it's 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 so good. It paints the vibes. It's all about culture, right? Culture is what we understand. Most people are not technical, why they will not go and read the white paper. But if you instill these principles in four minute long videos, if you create this persona around, you know, and uh, also makes Bitcoin relatable and approachable, right? It's not about it. It makes crypto cryptography makes Bitcoin concrete. Um, uh, because it's this, again, these principles that make sense to people. Um, and these memes, these, you know, you're full of memes that, you know, get told in, in music. So, uh, yeah, super cool, super important. Um, to, come back, to come back to your question about Bitcoin and music relation and, uh -huh. and that, um, I mean, I just really personally think and have thought this for a very long time that music and dance is necessary, like singing and dancing and telling and hearing stories is i think is necessary to to stay sane and healthy and that's so true. so we can be working on technical stuff or doing uh customer support for relay which is awesome i really love it and enjoy it a lot uh, we can do that the whole day but at some point at night or in the weekend we need to like disconnect from this this technical aspect inside ourselves and just let go and and just and, have and fun. Experience, right? Have fun and experience the actual what it is what does it mean to be a Bitcoiner and it's, well, it's what does it mean to be alive? Like yeah. Why are we even here? Like we are here to be together and share mm. time together and beautiful moments and it's more better. I, I don't I, at least this yeah. is yeah that's a really good point. It's about actually you know, it's actually coming together and 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 dancing and and having a good time while isn't celebrating that, the things that we love, right? Isn't that a low time preference state of mind? Mm. Having time, having the yes. time to say, "Oh, now I feel like doing this. Now I feel like doing this." Actually, well, this is just gonna have to wait until tomorrow because right now, I'm really feeling this, and to have that freedom. I mean, obviously, you do have to commit to certain things and hold your promises and be there when you say you will and stuff like that. But it should still, I don't know, I guess I, I just live in Switzerland. I'm everybody like nobody has time here. Never. Mm -hmm. like, never. And yeah, it's. And what's time without these, you know, important moments of coming together and experiencing these things right so amazing so it's amazing that you can help us create these moments that are you know that are special that people can come together so i'm looking forward to to the next conferences when so when is lugano again um 2021 2021 what do you mean 
You mean but no the, the next one, the next Lugano? Yeah, 20, 21 of October. Ah, okay. 2020. 21 of October. Okay, great, great. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Well, if if that's gonna if you're gonna be there, we cannot wait. Uh, definitely try to be present. And uh, there's also many other conferences, so I, I look forward to conferences reaching out to you to have to have exclusive uh, songs being released during their conferences. Uh, I'm sure, Mermaid, you're gonna be you're gonna be just fine soon. Uh, when people discover your talent, you're gonna be you're gonna be going everywhere. So, I hope you enjoy traveling with the plane because you're gonna be going around quite a lot <laughs> oh my god today in the morning i traveled with the plane it, this is the second time this happened uh i have a tooth filling uh-huh and it started to no oh man i oh man i was going crazy like it felt like my face was gonna explode oh and, but it's god. it's like not dangerous at all it's nothing it's just that inside the tooth you have this little microscopic air bubble that creates a little uh, bit of pressure and that just yeah, goes yeah, 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 yeah. whole face and you just like you don't feel your face anymore but like oh some God. sort of pain in between yeah 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 i mean the yeah. air air wants to escape wants to expand that's bizarre oh, oh, my God. <laughs> shoot i have to go and check that out <laughs> that cannot happen again like i was crying i was like pressing the button now <laughs> can we not do something <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think you might need to fix that up if you want to go many more planes from now on. <laughs> oh man, that was embarrassing. No, yeah, um, sure. what are we already at the end? We are, aren't we? Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, so happy to. Yeah, if you want to, yeah, go one, ahead. One more thing that I really think uh, I just kind of mentioned it before. You no, know, like music, dancing, telling stories, and hearing stories. I really think that is like so important to stay healthy physically and mentally and emotionally i guess as well um but so when i do music i want to do music for people to dance mm. like that is the first thing and then if there's a cool story so when they're like really tired of dancing and they need to sit down and drink a glass of water and they're looking at everybody else dancing and then suddenly they start to listen to the text and they're like ah oh, nice you know and and then you yeah. go dancing again but yeah just this this trinity <laughs> of, of this story dancing movement with 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 music bring your dancing shoes to the next conference bring your dancing shoes love it <laughs> definitely this is very very fun uh playful enjoyable music you want to dance with so um yeah hopefully the next time you 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 play it there will be people actually dancing last time it was people just sitting around right <laughs> because they were mind blown they were like right yeah they were they were, they were like, wow <laughs> this is actually really good no one's ever played good <laughs> music. no man it was like me on my own with the guitar they, they're just like no no rhythm i mean not enough <laughs> it's not now yeah i mean it, it was just you and the guitar so you couldn't get the entire vibe um, and i was so nervous man you would not believe it i was sweating like how my hands were sweating oh my, my voice i could barely like my voice was barely coming out at some points i was like at the top i still managed to bring some sometimes some wrong tone <laughs> but i managed to finish this i don't even know how like it was yeah, so crazy yeah. 
No, you did, you did great. Yeah, you, especially in the beginning, it does. You can, you can tell a little bit you're nervous, but by the end, you're sort of totally. You're into it in the end. No, so, no. <laughs> I think I, I think there was some like ups and downs, but there was one moment in the end where I was. I mean, I was so excited. I think maybe yeah, I wasn't nervous anymore, but then I was just so excited that I couldn't breathe, and I was like. <laughs> no, that's. That's not true. I didn't come across the least, but um, yeah, guys, uh, mermaids. I think we'll probably start wrapping up because this is a great session. I look forward to having you back at some point and tell us a bit about your adventures. Um, again, it was yeah, really an honor because it's fantastic music that people need to know about. So I'm, I'm happy to spread over it as much as possible because this, the story of, of your music and the music the, the music of your story needs to be told. So I'm looking forward to yeah to to your you know, uh, upcoming success. And uh, guys, go out there, support um, Yamaja, um, the Bitcoin Mermaid. Yamoya Uzume. Uh, Yamoya Uzume. Sorry, I need to... Is that Spanish? It's uh, Yoruba and Japanese. Yeah, Yoruba. I know about Yamanja. Uh, it's in... Yeah, she's the Brazilian one, right? Yeah, yeah, she's the Brazilian one, yeah. yeah. Yamoya is uh, from Yamoya. where she comes from, from from where the Brazilian one comes from. And Utsume is uh, Anemo Utsume from Japan, the goddess of the sunrise. Mm. So the goddess of the sea and the goddess of the sunrise. And, you know, I love the sea. I'm a mermaid, so. The sea and sunrise go, <laughs> go very well together. So that's cool. And in Japan is like on the west, uh, east where the sun comes up. Yeah. Anyway, right. it was such a pleasure to be here, like really, Mick, thank you so much. It means the world to me that you like my music and that you are helping me and supporting me. It's like, yeah, absolutely. So, where can people find you? Well, uh, here in Winter Tour, they can come to my home and uh, they can make an orange juice. Uh, on YouTube, uh, Yemoya Otsume, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, on Twitter, you can uh, find uh, the Bitcoin Mermaid. Uh, the Orange Pill Jam project is also somewhere on Twitter. And and actually on uh, uh, YouTube, you, you should go for the Orange Pill Jam project because that's where everything, yeah, everything will be posted like mainly, um, not on my, pri on my personal one. Mm -hmm. And I guess all the links are in, in the guys, guys are fund, uh, project. So you can find the links there and yeah. Uh, contact me if you have any questions. I don't know. I'm always happy to, to, yeah. Collaborate. Yeah, I'm sure if you, if you yeah, you mentioned, uh, you, people want to help in, a, in any sort of way, if you're a musician or if you make art or things like that, many ways to, to get involved. So. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, Mermaid. We'll close it up here and uh, we'll talk. We'll have another one soon. Yes. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye. Thank you.